The fear is simply because you're not living with life, you're living in your mind. Your fear is always about what's going to happen next. That means your fear is always about that which does not exist. Fear is fate in reverse, fate against yourself, that's fear. So next time fear tries to attack you, reverse it. Have faith in your ability. It's pretty clear that one of our biggest hurdles to become a great learner is fear. The good news is, anybody can learn to beat fear. That's a skill that any of us can develop. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another riveting episode of your favorite life podcast. Dive into the shallows with us every single weekend. Now, the man with the master plan. Alex T-shirt. Good morning, good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another riveting edition of your favorite life podcast, Shallow Oceans. It must be another Friday night Cause I'm sitting here as an afternoon delight The full moon is radiating from above But love is seeping from through within <laughs> Welcome in everybody to another riveting edition Of something I like to call an experience like no other We are diving deep into the dismay and we are looking past what the veil of life is trying to show you to achieve not only higher consciousness but to tap into something we all deserve to have which is happiness which is love and an understanding of what our life is what purpose we all have within ourselves and the simplicity of being a good person i think it's quite simple i think that's what life should be its base premise and growing off of that is the best start because thus how can we clean the ocean if we don't clean ourselves. How do we wish to love somebody else if we do not love ourselves? And ultimately, how can we help others see different perspectives if us ourselves only see others' perspectives? So, it's a very amazing topic, and I'm very blessed to have come to this understanding of what I must do, of starting this show for just me and you. Hi, welcome. Thank you. Come on in. Take off your shoes. And being able to formulate a connection and seeing how far we can go through conversation, because I truly believe one of the greatest things we have as human beings is the form of communication. And this is a communication, I'd say, that is able to tap into something different than any other living life form that we know about. The persistency, I say, and the actual obligations we have with it are very much determined on our outlook on life. But I think the utmost importance of our communication is to ultimately help each other grow our knowledge on what we see as importance, to grow our perspective on what we see as in front of us, and to really ultimately move forward the existence of ourselves as 
as human beings to progressively move forward and to challenge the things we see as realistic. That's a lot to do, but don't be frightened because I stay in the shallows, so welcome in. And before I go any further, I hope you're doing well. I hope you've been doing everything and anything you have ever wanted to in life. I hope you're chasing something. I hope you have a set standard of what your expectations are for every day and you chase them. You never let anybody stop you and you never allow anybody else to deter you from chasing what you truly want to do. No matter the obstacles, no matter the downfalls, no matter how far you think you fall down into a well, for example, let's say a donkey falls into a well. They don't have the way of getting the donkey out of there. They don't have the necessary tools. So what can they do? They keep shoveling dirt on top of the donkey and as it falls off of him, he slowly climbs through past all the dirt to get himself out of the well. Think of life like this. Think of all the obstacles we go through in life and no matter how much stuff gets thrown on top of us, we can come out on top by using it to our advantage, to seeing that every obstacle in life has a purpose and there's a meaning behind it if you yourself choose to view it that way. So be objective, be reasonable, and at the same time, be understanding and seeing that there is more to life than meets the eyes. So I hope you have a dream. I hope you have something, since we were just coming off of the dreamer episode, which, oh boy, I'm a dreamer. (laughs) I hope you're able to consistently chase something, no matter how great or how small it seems. Just make sure you constantly work towards something, because your purpose in life is what ultimately keeps you young and vibrant. It's what keeps you alive and lets you move forward with life. So do that for me. I really want you to. And no matter the obstacles that this world keeps presenting to us, we will never let it allow to defeat us. We will never allow an outlook, a media source, somebody else, our family, our loved ones, our own selves, anything and anyone to ever deter us from what we believe we are, to not only make us run even further forward and stronger because of these things that keep saying no, but to ultimately rely on ourselves. To never let this topic today ever steer you away from what we should be chasing for a brighter tomorrow. What I'm talking about tonight is something I say is slow if not surely, if not almost consuming every single living person in this world. This thing I'm going to talk about tonight is the number one, number one leading thing in deriving you from not only viewing the world in a better way, but ultimately swaying you to believe things and other people because of it, and also deterring your overall look on life, and sometimes almost diminishing everything as a whole, even your positive notions you were born with, your authenticity, your your vibrancy, your innocence, you name it. Anything and everything is taken away from this topic today. And thus, I believe this topic is the ultimate form of control and is still being used to its fullest in today's society. Today's topic is fear. The premise of fear is something that most people are afraid to even talk about, and I think most people are very much afraid of even seeing and don't want to realize what else is out there because of how much it has done to them psychologically, how this has done so much to them physically, how this has done so much to them spiritually. People are now a shell of themselves, and they are so far gone and removed, they are scared to go outside. They are scared to connect with other people. They are scared to have another relationship. They are even scared of 
their own selves because of how much they don't know or how much they've been led astray because of how this has been used against them. This is not just something that global media's use. This isn't something that world powers use. This isn't even something that those who control the world use. This goes down to a base simplicity of your family might even use this against you. A loved one might even be able to use this against you. Even someone you think is your family. Anything as a friendship. Someone you call your best friend might be using fear against you. Even in something with business, a society, anything, everything, anything at all is all based around fear and it sucks to say. It really does because so many people now have been deterred to using this four-letter word instead of what it should be. They're using fear over love. And again, this isn't coming off as a hippie. This isn't coming off of, hey man, let's just all get lit. Let's smoke a couple doobies, bro. You know, just go crash a couple gnar waves and get pitted. Whoa, look at my lettuce, bro. No, I'm saying this in a perspective of knowing what true consciousness is and what understanding of love is, what a premise is to be vibrant because of it. And if you'd like to know more, go ahead and go back a few episodes because I did an episode on love. (laughs) But fear, that's my focus today. And I really want to make you aware of what's going on. I want you to really see what the premise is of this and why it is so strong, why it is so powerful and why it is the number one thing always used from media to entertainment to social interactions to business relationships to a work environment to your personal relationships anything and everything if this is a founding part within it you must remove it and you must notice it i'm going to help you i'm going to do my best but remember we stay in the shallows so it's not going to go too far but i'm going to open some doors and see if you can go down them yourself before i even get into what fear is with a question with you And when I ask you, let's say you're a sheep farmer and you were born and raised in a valley somewhere far away from society and all you know is being a sheep herder, a sheep farmer, something that is there to take care of the land and thus the land itself. It is what I consider a very simplistic and a heavenly lifestyle because you're living one with nature, the land, and you're doing something that is greater but taking care of animals who can't take care of themselves necessarily. It's a greater thing of consciousness. So let's say you're a sheep farmer, right? You're a herder, whatever you like to say. Well, as you are this, you have one thing that helps you with this job, because keep in mind, you might have hundreds, if not thousands of these sheep to take care of, to help, to make sure that they eat, they're fed, and they're not scared all the time, right? Well, how are you going to take care of them? How are you going to be able to make sure with this one helper to control everything? And when I say control everything, I mean to use it in the way that you see fit to help them in the way you see will and to ultimately use it to your advantage. What if I said that sheep's dog uses one thing and one thing alone to make sure those hundreds of sheep all obey its orders? That is fear. Fear is the one thing that controls all of these sheep. And that's why the one dog is able to control every one of them and able to make them do as it says because of using fear. Now, let's use this in a life representation. Let's say the society we live in, hundreds if not thousands if not millions of people, wherever you live, in a whole world filled with billions of people, right? Well, let's say a select few are empowered and they're the ones who are supposed to be in control of the whole world. They're the ones who are supposed to make the orders. They're supposed to make changes. They're decision makers. They do all this stuff, which thus then trickles down to us. Okay, well, that's a lot of people, you might say, right? And there's only a select few of them. So how are they going to do it? Well, that's assuming most of them are good, which I don't know if they are. 
I think they aren't. But as we're going through this, what are they going to now use as their ally? How are these select few of people going to be able to control billions of people? It's not far off from the sheep herder with its dog with the sheep. It's going to use fear. And it sucks to say, but it is one of the most controlling things and the most effective things because we don't know the true premise of love, affection, and other notions of things that can make such a vibrant change on not only the way you view the world, but society as a whole and even your fellow person and yourself. But that is why they use fear instead because it heightens a situation to such an extreme level. It does so much damage. You won't want to retaliate, go against, argue, any of that stuff. So what is fear to me? What do I see fear is? I personally think fear is one of the worst things people have implemented into a society that has been evolving ever so much by through social media, social interactions, through entertainment, through all of these different work environments, whatever it may be, fear has turned into the core, if not at almost all of these things. And what fear is, is instowing within you self-doubt, instowing within you self-consciousness, instowing within you scared, where you're just in shock. You don't know how to react. You don't know what else to do. You feel helpless. You feel lost. You feel like there's nothing else that can be done. You feel like you're at the bottom of a pit and there's no way to get out of it. They make you feel like you don't even control your own lives and they feed you with so much of this whack information and so many different spectrums and so many different issues and then they arise different problems and they show you different enemies and different people to fight or different attributes that makes you better than other people. There is so many things that can play into what fear is. The ultimate premise of what fear truly is, is control. It's a way to control people and it's a way to belittle people. It's a way to make you feel that you are less than what these other people are and you are so much more significant that you are now going to feel empowered because you are uneducated. You are unevolved in a sense with knowing what your true potential is and consciousness that you have now stooped down to such a low level. You will fight for any cause that is shown to you. You will give your allegiance to anything and anybody that can spit with a silver tongue your way and distolve you and just completely show you a different premise and they have now shown you that you need to believe everything they tell you rather than thinking for yourself. This is fear. This is literally mental warfare at its finest and we're living within it, people. I need you to see this, that that is the premise of what life has turned into. Let's have fun with this now because you're kind of saying, oh, Alex, Alex, that's way too much. There's no way that's real. Okay, let's go to your news outlets, your favorite news stations you like to watch. What is majority based on your news outlet every night? Please tell me. Okay, there might be some fun little stories here. There might be some weather. Majority is murders. Majority is viruses. Majority is presidential elections. Things going on overseas. People that are doing despicable things. People who died from car crashes. It's all about fear. It's meant to drive you to think that you're not only society, your environment, your local establishments, the places around you, the people around you. They are so far gone now that you are living within a world that is meant to be scary. It shouldn't be that way. Why do the premise of always showing people these things if it's not going to help them? Let's do another one. Let's say now you work for a company, right? And your company, well, we say we have freedom of speech. Well, you're not so free after all, right? Because you're absolutely able to say whatever you want, but there are something called repercussions. And depending about how you go about it, what you say, what you do, represents a certain company in a certain way. If you're tied to them as a personality-based, a host, whatever it may be, things can come back to bite you in the butt. Depending on what you do, depending on what you're saying, depending on how you go about 
about it. That's not right. That's fear-based now because I don't believe in a world. What you say should be representation of where you work. But keep in mind again, there are certain things that are going over bounds, and I don't think I should sit here and have to explain to you what I see as right and wrong. We should have a pretty base premise of it, but alas, I think we might be very far at times, so maybe I might have to, and we'll come back to that if need be. Let's keep going with that, okay? Let's use now the premise of a relationship. Sometimes now in relationships, I hope this isn't all of them, I could be wrong and some are way better than not, but there are a lot of relationships that come from abuse, physical and mental, maybe even emotional. By the way, little PSA, if you're a guy out there and you've ever once done it or tried, I truly think the biggest losers in life are somebody who has to beat up on women. I mean... If you're in an abusive relationship, I feel so bad for you because now you're involved in something that you had no idea was going to go this way, and now you are feeling so low, so down in the dips, and that you are literally worth nothing because of how much they do and play a part in you. You are lost. You are stuck in fear, and you don't know how to break out of it, and it's a terrible thing to be within. This even goes now in transparency to yourself. This is relatable to that. You are now so afraid of who you are. You're so afraid of failing. You're so afraid of maybe even obtaining your dreams and success, fear is keeping you away from ultimately becoming the person you should be. Fear is now deriving you to do things that you would have never done before. Fear is now making you do things that you would have never thought you would have ever done. It is even connecting you to people you would have never thought you would have ever associated with. And it's now creating you into a person that you should have never been ever in your life. But because of fear and how it is fear mongering with any and every aspect of life, you are now so cocooned within your yourself, you will never break out of that shell because it is petrifying to you. It is something that is so scary, you don't know if you can ever survive. And I want to remove all of these layers. I want to pull all of these back and show you there is so much more. There is so much more to yourself. There is so much more to relationships. There's so much more to work environments. There's so much more to the free speech and how we should talk and look amongst each other and even society and what you incorporate into your media outlets and even entertainment. There's so much and there's little time, but let me try. So how I'm saying fear is such a manipulative power is it does, as I was just explaining about yourself, it makes people feel so helpless and so lost they don't know what to do now. So when you're watching these news outlets and you're being so focused on these things, they are literally training you subconsciously to think a certain way. They are literally training you to now feel a certain way and to react a certain way. Test yourself. Really think about how upset you get about things or how afraid you get about things or how you respond to different actions with people, with yourself, or even in other situations, do you get angry? Do you get enraged? Do you feel like you're dumbfounded? Do you feel scared? Do you feel like you don't know what to do? These are all derivatives of fear. If you are fearful, then you can have things that are false sense of entitlement or pride or something to hide it, which is like false confidence. And now you start to build up anger, aggression, because you don't know how to express yourself. You don't know why you feel this way and you don't understand why you are living in a world that is so fearful, why you see things and you feel so bad about it. It's terrible. It truly is. And I feel so bad for these people because now you're literally moving further away from what truth is. And when I explain truth, truth is the simplicity of life. It's the notion of right from wrong. It's from understanding what our own perspective is as people and so much more. I'll do an episode on this one day. It's what's deterring you from that. And that's why fear mongering is so rampant and so evolved within our society now. When they do these things in media, they are subconsciously training you to think the world is bad 
bad. If you think the world is bad, you are now scared to test the bounds of reality. You're scared to go out and move out of your city. You're scared to move out of your state. Or if you're in a bad place, you think this is all the world is and how bad it is. Or thus, people don't even talk to their neighbors anymore. People don't go out of their way to communicate with one another. People don't even try to do these separate things because they're so afraid. They don't know any better. Let's go with now, COVID-19. There are so many things that are just repetitively beating in your head. Cases, 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 deaths, deaths, deaths. Where's the positive notion with any of this? Are you telling me there's literally nothing good that can come from any of this? Are you literally telling me that there is nothing positive we can all see from this? I literally see people who are scared to leave their house. Okay, precautions are always okay. Deductive reasoning is an essential. Using constructive criticism is definitely a good thing as well. But don't be so overbearing to yourself that you're spoon-fed every notion of every outlet of everything you think and know that you are now going to listen to them. Do you use the restroom when they tell you? Do you eat food when they tell you? I'm just using this as an actual example because I'm trying to explain that with the virus and how everything's going right now, this isn't something that's going to rapidly kill every living person in the world. It is a virus. It will hurt people. It will kill people. It's just like the same thing that happens when we had Ebola, when it was back 100 years with the Spanish flu, when we had the viruses with the flu, the cold. There will always be something, but people aren't being told you need to try to keep yourself healthy. Again, positive to the negative, which is the actual enforcement when the other side is using fear. They want you to be scared to rely on them. They want you to be scared to listen to them and to let them decide how you live life. So then thus, they tell everybody to stay indoors. Everybody needs to have self-quote-unquote quarantine. No, that's house arrest if people aren't sick. They are not doing a greater good for people just because you say it is helping. Just like this whole thing now where it's politicized with masks, quote-unquote. People that don't wear masks don't care about society. How do you know? You're just listening to one side all the time. I'm not here telling you a side is right and a side is wrong. I am all about proactively growing your mind to let you know, to see other sides, and to get information from both parties to understand what the base premise is of this situation. You feel me, right? This is, again, why I started Shallow Oceans. I want people to understand, to register, and to think for themselves freely because we live in a world who is is based off of fear and is telling you to not think freely, let me do the thinking for you. It's been shown plenty of times where media stations will give you everything and then expect you to recite it like you're literally taking a test the next day. The same thing goes on in schools. That's why freedom of thought is not a big thing. The same thing goes with media. So thus, when I'm explaining to you about the virus and everything right now, be cautious, but be observant. Be careful, But be vigilant. I'm trying to tell you to make sure you know everything and anything to make sure you're doing the right thing. Is it wrong to wear a mask when you go into a store? Probably not. It's very quick and brief, and you're doing it because most of the time it's a placebo effect. People think they're safer, so thus they're happier, so thus they're healthier. Because I don't know if you know this, your overall mood, your mindset, if you live a positive life over a negative life, the way you carry your vibration and frequency and the way you view the world ultimately decides on the health of your body. If you eat a certain way, that also derives the sense of the health of your body. If you keep your immune system strong, you don't need to worry about getting sick. 
And thus, if you do get sick, you will fight off it extremely fast, if not even let it affect you, because the body is working at such an incredible rate. This is why there's little things people have not told you. Would you like a few examples? I'm glad you asked me. What can you do during a pandemic to keep yourself healthy? Well, of course, if you want to subscribe to social distancing, wearing masks, not leaving your house, staying away from people, that's your provocative. I don't believe in telling what people to do. I believe in showing people these are different options and what I see as working best. How you can keep yourself healthy? Eat ginger. Eat turmeric. Eat fruit. Eat vegetables. These things are simplistic. They were made from the ground, so they are meant to be given to things that come from the ground. You feel me? Like, it's very simplistic. It doesn't need to take a lot of energy to digest or to use. It's very good for you. Ginger and turmeric, high in antioxidants, high in actually anti-inflammatory, creates immunities, has these different BCAs. It has essence in the nutrition to feed the body and thus give you the nourishment you need to stay healthy. It's very simplistic. But for some reason again we're never taught nutrition not once i never had a single nutrition class until i went to college and it was offered to me are you telling me i have to wait till i'm almost 20 years old to now know what true nutrition is when the first 20 years of my life is probably the most important interesting So what I'm trying to tell you is do your own research, do your own observations, and do your own understanding of what you look for in life, what you're trying to accomplish and what you're looking for. Do not let fear derive you and to carry you and to tell you certain things. There's always polar opposites, though, and I'll do a quick side tangent on this. You need to be careful because if you align yourself so strongly to one side, now you will never see the other side. Thus, you will not be able to grow now because you are so diehard to your calling. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's something that'll be a leeway thing. And when I say leeway, I mean it's something that's now going to have control on you because you are so far to that side, you have no understanding of what the other is or what they're trying to show you or even have the ability to have a simple conversation like you and I am having right here, even though I feel like it's me talking the most of the time, but that's okay. (laughs) I think that's the whole premise of all of this is that when you get so far now, you start getting so into this and you fear the other side, you fear being wrong, you fear losing your ego, you fear the ability of not knowing something and being shown it, you now have no ability to grow, you have no ability to understand and even conversate over the simple simplicities of a conversation. That's scary to me. I never want to go into a situation where I'm so closed off to the other opposite side. What's the point then? Why am I even listening or why am I bothering? You feel me? Most people that I've had conversations with, especially if it gets to a deeper level about things with life, representation of purpose or destiny, whatever it may be of existence, when things go so far to the side and people start to get hot, then they start to lose sense of what's the control and their emotions kick in and now fear is the backing of why they're even doing it and why they're talking and why they're trying to push the other one away. Don't do that. Don't have that and don't let it cycle you and yourself. That's why it's such a big premise of everything within the media today, within why why the news tells you so many of these things to control your outlook of yourself, of the world around you, and to keep coming back for them for more as your only source and your only outlook of what is real and what isn't. So they get the ratings, they get the money, and you lose sense of entitlement. That's what it's all about. It's the same thing with society. A society as it grows, they have to find a way to implement things on people if 
they themselves have already been led astray. So how do you do that? You make them fear it. You make them fear repercussions. You make them fear potential harborings. You make them think they'll go to jail, to prison. There's death in this. Stop fearing these things that they are trying to tell you. Start understanding what purposes of yourself in life and realizing there's a lot more to life than meets the eyes. There's a lot more than I myself will ever to be able to do for you here because that is not my goal. That is not my reason. My purpose is to safely and ultimately guide you down the path you have always been trying to get to. That's the premise. There is no fear-mongering here. There is no reinforcement here. This is simple conversation of sparking an ideology and finding yourself in a different existence that you've always looked for. It's that simple, and I believe the world would ultimately be greater because of it if we found a way to reach it. So I want to help you find that. That was a big rant there for a sec, too, so (laughs) apologies. I'm getting a little sweaty, huh? So when we see this now and we try to objectively understand why these things are happening, you have to realize because there's a greater purpose behind it, but you need to ultimately recognize yourself is the main contender and actual presence of what is important here. If you yourself never achieve the ultimate path you're supposed to be going down or even have the confidence or the reinforcement or even having the ability to go out of your comfort zone or finding different things or allowing other people to make decisions for you, how are you ever going to get to somewhere you truly want? will be happy? How are you ever going to be in a relationship that you're going to be comfortable with and to be able to be yourself, thus creating a better environment for both of you to grow into something you would have never seen possible? It's the same thing with foundation. If the foundation is strong, everything can build on top of it and it'll hold itself so great because the base foundation is just what it's meant to be. The same premise, the same understanding, and the same thing going on. So I don't want you to fear fear. I don't want you to look away from fear. I want you to understand it and recognize it and ask yourself, what is the purpose for it? Because behind all of fear, there is truth. Behind all of fear, there is purpose and there's an objective trying to be portrayed to you. So I want you to try to find your best to peel off the fear you have and then peel back the reason for fear. I want you to find this to ultimately make you a better person to thus help society grow and lead by example. It's the best way to live. Don't stand on the mountaintop and preach. Make a way for others to get to the top of the mountain. That's the premise. Make sure we can help each other one by one. It's an ultimate moving forward. It's the premise of what good nature is, of what consistency and energy is, the atmosphere, the universe, whatever you believe in. And I hope you believe in something because if you believe in nothing, well, then, wow, seems like a shallow life. (laughs) But yeah, there was a pun intended. But there's something that has to be your back burner. There has to be something. I myself, that's why I say I'm a hopeless romantic. That's why I say there were so many things in my life that went so wrong up until now because I was so afraid. I was so afraid of myself. I was so afraid of losing somebody. I was so afraid of finding something that was greater than myself. And I was so afraid also of obtaining my dreams because then I didn't know, can I hold on to them? If I get to the end game, what do I do? Am I going to be strong enough to hold on to them? Am I going to be strong enough to make sure I'm the person I always wish to be? Or am I going to look back and disappoint myself? Am I going to say, how dare did I try that? Now I look even worse than before. Am I not going to want to find love again because I lost love? I mean, there's so many different things. Let me give you a couple then, huh? Because I feel like self-exploration and so that sounds self-exploration and giving people actual examples of what you went through is a great way to lead by example. And I ultimately think if you listen to things thoroughly and understand what the person is trying to say to you, you can learn a lot from them because now you yourself can avoid hitting these same roadblocks because you saw the sign and learned it's going to come up ahead. It's the same thing. 
So when I was saying that I was afraid of my dreams, it's because when I was dreaming so young, everything I thought about the world was so wrong. Everything I thought and saw was like a Disney movie. Everything I thought and saw was like a fantasy movie where it just doesn't seem possible because I believed in people being way better than we ever were. I believed in having a thing to challenge ourselves and to mold ourselves and to grow ourselves and to have the ability in helping one another and not having this premise of YOLO, I only live once, dude, so I'm going to go out and party, you know, like go back to the Cavana with Mahala, maybe get a couple brewskis with the boys, put on a couple of the games, you know, hey, Tomas. Nothing like that but i'm saying when you find yourself and you start realizing what your views are it should thus change the world because you yourself will be the only person to see the world in a way you can but thus fear will take that away from you fear will drive you to do things that is actually formed because of it just like the sheep with the herd dog now rather than you looking for greener pastures and different places to spread your wings you're gonna follow in line now because you're scared to step out of bounds because because you might now get bit. You might now get the punishment. You might now get something you're not supposed to because they told you, hey, don't look out there. Go this way. So when I found this out, I started to grow and I started to realize, huh, maybe the whole thing that they've been telling me is not the real game. Maybe everything that they told me I was supposed to be playing is really not of importance. You're asking me what kind of game? I don't believe in chasing money. I don't believe chasing money will ever lead to happiness because true wealth is health. Understanding oneself is to be above all the others and the rest because you have the advantage now because you understand money comes when you do what you love. Even though it might not be glam and glam, Glory, but I don't think that's what makes happiness. Just because you're not Dan Bilzerian and you don't have a 52 car garage and these illustrious parties and all these beautiful women hanging around you 24 7, that you feel like you're not living the life, right? Because you're not shooting a Tommy gun off a giant army truck or whatnot or sailing across the seven seas or however many there are, who knows? But all I'm trying to tell you is that there's different premises of what true happiness in life is. If that's for you, by all means, again, who am I to tell you otherwise? I'm not here to push fear. I'm here to push open-mindedness. I'm here to push that there's different doors that you can open rather than one that we're all walking through. I just don't believe chasing money is the ultimate thing to fame. I don't believe chasing stardom is the ultimate thing to actual same thing of recognition, of happiness, of being accepted or being classified of importance. I think if you're somebody that goes out and helps the community, you're doing more than most people that have millions of dollars because they donate just for tax write-offs. You're going and doing something that nobody asked you to. You're going out and helping people when nobody told you to, and it's an amazing thing. Shout-outs to my friend Amanda. When I saw a video of her, she went out of her way to fill up a little cup of water to give to a squirrel on a hot day bruh like come on are you telling me stuff like that doesn't go the extra mile that's spreading love that's spreading affection that's spreading consciousness to people it's much better than saying f women get money do this get the cars you know 24 i mean again if that's what you see as life by all means i hope you find your end game and i hope you're happy with it just understand if you get there and it wasn't right for you don't be upset you made the choices you have to live with your decisions because fear always pushes you towards the wrong doors. 
So when I found this out for myself, that was a tangent again. (laughs) When I found that out for myself, I realized I need to go down my path. I have the ability of talking. I have the ability of free-flowing consciousness and the understanding that I can formulate words that people will understand. And majority of the time, I'll say so many different things in different lucrative ways that it'll hit people in different facets. And that's the importance of it because I'm not trying to tell everybody the same thing. I'm trying to help guide you down your path. So when I understood this, I realized it and I found out this was my premise and purpose and passion in life. I furthered it. I went to somewhere that would help me grow it. And when I did, and it wasn't a prominent school, I met somebody. Shout outs, Nick. When I met Nick, it gave me the opportunity to get a job in a national radio station in Los Angeles right out of school. And it wasn't even a prestigious school. The thing I'm trying to explain to you here is don't be afraid to do something different. Don't be afraid to step outside of the bounds. Don't follow your must go to high school. You must go to a four year. You must find a good job. You must become an intern. You must work. That's not how it's probably going to be done for you. And it's not wrong if you do something different. If you know already what you want to do and you're 16 years old and you're already doing it, further it. Drop out of high school if it gives you more time. I personally thought school was majority a waste of the time. It's not, again, shooting down teachers. It's not shooting it down anything. I'm saying the establishment as a whole. Remember, I speak objectively, not subjectively. When I see the whole thing, I know it can be done so much better. So if you know where you're going, don't be afraid. Take the chances. Take the leaps. Take the bounds. I did. I'm sitting here. I'm talking with you. I'm sure you can do it. (laughs) So now when I go to my relationship, that's why my relationship broke down. I was afraid of losing her so much, I lost her. I was so afraid of not being the person for her, I didn't realize I was the best thing for her. I was so afraid of my own self and my own flaws, I never was able to look in the mirror and say, nobody will ever be you. You are one of a kind. This sounds like your mom talking to you, you know, right? Before school, but you're literally one of a kind. You are the most beautiful thing in this world because nobody else can do what you do. There might be other people who think alike, but there is no one who will think like you. There might be other people who look alike, but nobody will look like you. It's the best thing in life. And I think that if we start taking away these labels and the things we use to deter ourselves from people and classifying it, and you start to understand who you are as a person, you can now progressively do better in life. For example, with that relationship I lost. Now, since I was so far about myself and I was so fearful of so many things, it pushed us away. I was in a job now where I was scared to be myself all the time because I worked so much. I was scared now of how our relationship was going distant rather than bringing it closer. I was scared of why we weren't being intimate rather than saying, this is a good way for us to get even closer now because we don't need to be constricted to the flesh. We don't need to be constricted to all these things. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Of course, sex is great, but I'm just trying to tell you a simple example here. That's why when I was doing all these things, I realized this is going to break down. And too late when I was at the end, I couldn't do anything about it. And sadly, I wasn't at a conscious state then. I was still young. I was still dumb and I was still full of fear. I had nothing to back myself and I had no one to show me the right way. So I myself was lost for a long time. I lost the love lost my ability, lost the job, and didn't know what else to do. So now when you're at that state, now society massively pushes fears into you. Now society's like, oh, you're how old and you live at home? Oh, you have no job? Oh, you don't do... (laughs) 
<laughs> it's crazy to think about, but there's so many of these stigmas now and these mass premises of how we built up these established obligations and it starts to push you so much down the rabbit hole, you become a drifter. You become somebody who has no idea what they want to do and it's because the mass amount of fear. Fear has now taken over your life to where you don't know what you want to do and I was a part of that. I had no idea. I had nowhere to go and I had no I I had no fathom of what my purpose even was. That's why when all this happened, I took time to myself and I said, where am I trying to go with this? What am I really trying to accomplish? And who am I? Why am I so afraid of my own self? Why am I so afraid of my shadow that follows behind me when I should be able to lead with pride and help others follow behind me as well? I changed that. I found out that the whole way of life was revolving around it. I was so afraid of that sheepdog that now I was never trying to become a herder myself. I turned into just a sheep and I was happy with it. But I figured it out. I found a way. I started to realize. I listened. I understood. And I found that understanding through other people around me. Because without even knowing, there's so many good people around all of us. We just need to really take time to listen and to hear them out, to heed their warnings, and to really see that people are hiding in plain sight, good and bad. It's up to us to have the jurisdiction to see and designate which ones we truly should follow and which ones we truly should listen to because they are trying to help us. So it did it for me. It helped me so much, and that's what ultimately led to me sitting here with you. So how can we move fear from your life? How can we start to help you? And how can I start to make you see things differently and understand that you have to be vigilant of what the societal measures are and what they're trying to impose on you? Well, when you understand that fear is something that's a cycle, fear is something that is just instinctual, and fear is something that is mass-produced to infect every single person to make them heed and obey and follow their own demise, it's not the only way. It's not the only thing out there, and it's trying to hide itself in plain sight because it doesn't want you to realize there's so much more. Don't be afraid of testing your own bounds. Don't be afraid to step out of something that you aren't happy or comfortable with. If you are in something that is abusive, if you're in something that is hurtful, if you're in a toxic thing, get yourself out of it. You have the ability, you have the purpose, and you are 100% worth it. You absolutely need to take care of yourself in a fast it that nobody else can because nobody else ever will. I don't know if you know this, but nobody else will ever love you the way you do. This is why I am a hopeless romantic. I know how much of love I have for myself. If I can give 90% of that to somebody else, I promise you guys, she will be the happiest lady in the world. And hopefully one day, Mrs. Tyshirt, and I'll bring her in one day for a show. <laughs> don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Don't listen to all these news outlets. You want to know a simple way to make your life easier? Turn off the TV. <laughs> if you turn off the TV, read some more books, go outside more, be more observant, be more adventurous, do more things in self-think or search for more things or help yourself. If you do these little steps, I promise your world will open up by so much more. You won't even believe it. You won't even understand how much it changes within just a few weeks. Like myself, when I started doing these dietary changes, I was in captive with how much different my life was feeling, how much I was feeling different. It was insane, right? So now with the societal measures, the way we can start helping those people around us because of this is by now not living with fear. When you start letting that go and start having love in your heart, being able to understand things and helping it push forward with people, you now have the ability to slowly change the world because of it. And it's infectious. It really is. When you are a mass beacon of light, people will be drawn to you just from you being you. You don't have to preach again on the mountaintops. Just lead the way. You don't have to be somebody who's 
telling other people what they're doing wrong. Just go in conversation and try to open their minds up to seeing things differently. Because if they see it, they'll want to change it. If you show them, they will not want to let you be right. It's sad to say, but ego, pride, all this thing has created a false sense of exterior and fear is backing it so they don't want to change. This is also another thing that's been going on in society for a long, long, long time with conspiracy theories. Now, they found a way to trick us. They found a way, and when I'm saying they, again, it's people who are in power and make choices in this life for us. Regardless of what you think or disagree or even agree with, there are always somebody making choices. When these people now decided that the term conspiracy theory is to mark up something that is quote-unquote loopy, to make people think quote-unquote you have no legitimacy, it was the perfect thing. They figured out something so genius to make people seem like they're outside the box. Well, if that's the case, I'd rather not be inside the box. You feel me? Like, why would you want to be so set premise down in something that you are now conformed to a life of fear? Think outside of what is given to you. You won't be as fearful. You'll start thinking things and questioning and saying, that's starting to make more sense now why they did that. I see why they were trying to make those decisions and choices for me. You feel where I'm going with this? They figured out the formula. They've understood how to make it work. So let's slowly break it down. So now I also want you to not let fear take away from your dreams. I don't want fear to take away from you trying to find love. I don't want you to let fear deter you from trying to live the best life possible by doing things you feel are right and not letting other people make decisions for you based on their fears. Don't let other people tell you how you can live because of what they're afraid of, because they didn't chase their dreams. Now they're afraid and know that it is not quote unquote possible, but thus you yourself have all the abilities in the world and don't let them deter you. Don't let them decide for you and don't let it ever become a possibility for them to make you a victim of your own self. Remove fear from your life. Become brave. Remove fear from your life. Become adventurous. Remove fear from your life. Become confident. Chase these things and chase the understanding that there's always going to be more. There's always going to be something new to learn and I myself am extremely far from where I ultimately want to become and where I want to be. But it doesn't deter me. It doesn't scare me. Just because because now there's different things that are obstacles in my way, it just makes me more excited because then I can look back and see all the things I beat to get where I am. Use it as a challenge. Use things from perspective. That's ultimately what fear's worst enemy is, is self-empowerment. Fear's worst enemy is somebody who understands they have the ability to not be afraid. When you understand most of these things are just hollow, they're just bark, but even if you get bit, you will overcome it and be able to move forward. What is the premise then of being scared? Why not live a life chasing your dreams and finding these things if it isn't for that example, right? I mean, come on. That's why, again, I'll hold off as long as I need to find that girl again to become the love of my life. It's not hard. It's not far-fetched. Just do what you feel is right. Don't let other people take it away from you, and don't be afraid to do things if it doesn't seem like it's the right way. Try to find the next way, not follow the same way. You feel me? So, I ranted a lot there, and I do apologize if I went in different facets, but you already know this, you already understand this, but it's all freedom of thought. It's all everything. I sit down, I just have a giant water bottle next to me, and a one-word idea. 
So what did I learn? I've learned that society now has based the whole thing we live around is fear. Fear is the base crux. Fear is the power plant. Fear is the nuclear core of what we are doing in society from media to exposure with relationships, through entertainment, through work environments, through your daily adaptations, through anything and everything you do. Fear is the base premise. If I drive too fast, I'll get a ticket. If I do this, I'll get in trouble. If I don't do this, they'll be upset. It's always that base premise. But if you understand it, you can overcome it. I understand now that fear is the ultimate downfall for humanity because fear is ultimately crippling us as human beings to connect with one another. We are afraid to talk differently. We're afraid to communicate and we're afraid to be ourselves. I mean, people always say, don't talk about politics and religion. Why not? Why is it so wrong to talk about different things? If we don't agree, PSA, it's okay. We don't have to be the same person. I don't want to be you. I want to have my own beliefs. Just because we see differently doesn't mean we can't talk about it and see if we can grow further. Understand that conversations are for the embetterment of your mind. Therefore, the embetterment of your awareness and seeing things differently. Again, this is why I don't watch political debates or even presidential debates. Why do I want to sit up there and watch people make false promises, accusations, and just go back and forth of people's shortcoming? Are you kidding me? That's entertaining? That's what we're going to have somebody lead the country, quote unquote, for four years? The lesser of two evils yeah go ahead and enjoy it let's see how much the world changes okay i'm just helping you right now and i'm letting you know see things for what they are don't let people scare you because of it and be proactive in seeing things you're afraid of whether it be spiders don't let them deter you from being yourself it's okay to be scared of these things but don't fear these things never fear anything in life if you fear anything my homework assignment for you is to really think what it is what are you afraid of myself i was petrified of death for the longest time because i don't understand it we don't know it and we have no idea what's after that is it nothing? Does it end? Is it just game over? And now it's a nothing. When I started to start thinking about it, I realized it's a part of life. Just as I was born, there's a part that comes with death. So if there's purpose behind everything, why would you be scared of something? You feel me? I don't honestly think there's anything in this existence of realm, life, anything that has no purpose to it. There is something to everything. And I believe transitioning from a soul, spirit, whatever, there is more. There is so much more. We don't know. I don't know. I'm staying in the shallows. So I overcame that and I became confident with living and breathing and loving and doing everything to the fullest because of it. I have one thing real quick I want to say to you that whenever anybody asks me, hey, Alex, how are you doing today? I say amazing because I woke up. So apparently I still have more to do. <laughs> you know, like I feel as long as I wake up every day, I have the ability now to further myself, to further the people around me, to do my best to help them and to not see that there's granted more time for me because nobody knows their time. The world could end right Right now, as I'm doing this show, at least I'm doing what I love. I can end being happy. As long as you're pushing to where you want to be, even if you don't obtain it, at least you tried your best and you were on the path. You feel me? I'd rather be trying than not trying. That's what this is. Don't let fear deter you. Don't let fear take away from anything from you. Don't let it be scary to do something different. That's why I secluded myself. I haven't gone out. I've been abstinence. I haven't done any of these things because I know ultimately it played into a part to who I am today 
to why I can sit here with you, why I can rant for a freaking hour solid, and why we can progressively help each other grow our minds because of it. That's the best part about this. That's why I'm so excited to do this, and that's why I call it In the Shallows with you. I don't want you to be fearful. I want you to be strong. I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to be confident. I don't want you to run away. I want you to stand tall and try. That's all this is. The base premise, the last little rivet I can leave you with is don't let society feed you into its fear. Don't let the modern day mental warfare destroy your set of understanding yourself and the world around you. Let's come together right now over me. (laughs) Oh man, what a show. What a time to be alive and what a day. I hope you guys know I love you so much for this. Even if this doesn't go anywhere, I'm extremely blessed. And this is an exciting time, okay? Like, I can't believe good news here because I wanted to have the little fun top with you at the end after the show. I am now on iHeartRadio. Are you kidding me? This show, Shallow Oceans Podcast, is on iHeartRadio? Let's go! You can go to iHeartRadio, the number one media for podcasting. Type in this show name and find it and listen to it. How amazing is that? I have so many platforms I'm slowly growing on. It's a blessing. It's a dream. And again, I don't become the biggest show in the world. I don't mind it. If I have the ability now to be on more platforms, so maybe that one person can find this show and ultimately help themselves grow because of it, I won. I won. I seriously won as long as I can help a select few, empower them to show them there's more, there's more to life, there's more to reason, there's more to yourself. Don't give up. I'm here for you. Never quit. Never give up because you have something that I win. I truly win and I'm so blessed. And yeah, I'm on iHeartRadio now. So go check me out on there and support the show. I'd really love it. For all my Apple brothers, you guys and sisters, if you've done so much for me already, you can find me on Apple. Leave me five stars and a review. It means the world. And if you're listening to me on Spotify, what up? I hope it sounds good. (laughs) It's been a ride. It's been a trip. And before I get out of here, I want to leave you now with what's to come. I want to leave you with something that's to come with next week's show because I like to tease ahead because it gives you time to formulate your own mind, to come to your own assumptions, to come to your own understanding, and to also be ready with things you believe and understand to see where my mind goes and how I take the conversation to further this and at the same time develop your own mindset because of it. It's a very beautiful thing. Power of conversation. I think next week's topic is going to be something that has empowered me to do what I'm doing for you tonight, has empowered me for why I do what I'm doing, and also at the same time has led me to where I am today, the person I am, the abilities I have, and also the views of the world and my own understanding of what I consider truth and what I have built up to what I've became. And I feel like it's something that has built into a lot of these things. And I hope it's something that you yourself is the backing bone to what you do and why you do things. And if you don't use this in most outlets, if not all of them, in the actual purpose of what you're doing things, I don't know why you're doing it. And that is going to be on passion. Passion that we have with ourselves, passion that we have behind the driving force to what we do, and being passionate through love, through adventure, through your communication, through your friendships, through your job, whatever it may be, why passion is so important why passion should be the backing force and why I ultimately think passion is another thing that needs to be on your side. Another great teammate to have on your ever-growing squad of Shallow Oceans recommendations.
So I'm so glad you guys joined me. If you want to reach out and find me, you can find the show at Shallow Oceans Podcast. That's on Instagram, Shallow Oceans Podcast. I believe that's all one word. You can also go to Twitter, and that's Ocean Shallow. It's very simplistic right now, but as the other show I'm doing is growing, we're getting more equipment. So the more equipment I get for that, the more I can film stuff and create a YouTube channel and do more fun stuff for you guys. So make sure you follow me. Make sure wherever you're listening to the show, please rate it, leave me some comments, and if if you have any actually ideas of what you would like another show to be, leave it for me or DM me or let me know what you think. And ultimately, if you guys need somebody, please reach out to me. I have no problem reaching back out to you and letting you know my thoughts, insight, or if you just need somebody to talk to, I'm here for you. This is my favorite thing to do, and you're my favorite person, and I hope you know you are worth it. You are important. So thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for staying a while and listening and taking off your shoes to enjoy something I believe is a great experience. Thank you for letting me spend an hour with you and being a part of your day as you are always a part of my day. And as we ever evolve, as we ever grow, we are slowly changing the world together because I'm Alex Tyshirt and this is the best time of my week and I'm surely knowing it's going to be yours. So remember, in a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. I'll see you next week. (laughs) 